Uh, right, so shall we uh, just get on with it? Yep, let me click the record button and go. Okay. So here we go, uh, another day, another radio show podcast. Welcome to it. If you haven't listened this way before, I'm James Well, and this is all brought to you via Rob, who's a bit of a slob, Rob the Slob, uh, who sits in a little attic room on the Isle of Anglesey, twiddling his knobs, and that's how this show comes to you. I, of course, sit in the Garden of England, looking out of my palatial windows over the parkland surrounding my stately home, admiring my shaggy cattle, and uh, and just sit here, do very little, take all the credit and uh, very little else. Now, um, after last week's podcast, and a lot of people got very upset, apparently, with my uh, lauding of His Holiness, the very reverent Donald Trump. And uh, it's, it always amazes me in 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 so-called democracies, how if if people who are usually pretty snivellingly sort of, um, oh, I don't know, left-wing, I suppose, really, um, who always bleat on about the, uh, the, the necessity for democracy and everything else, and as soon as somebody comes on the scene that they find slightly offensive or they don't like or doesn't agree with them, then they get their knickers in a twist and get very upset. So I've just got one, one word. Or maybe two for those of you who find it upsetting that anybody should see anything good in someone they don't like. <laughs> and I think we'll probably leave it there, shall we, Robert? Well, that wasn't even one or two words. That was a sound. Oh, was it? Oh, well, I, I stand to be corrected. And I, I know how, how many people, oh, that f- me, I've just tripped over my tongue. I hate it when that happens. <gasps> oh, God. <clears throat> Where was I? Oh yes, I know how how many people like to correct me. So I thought there's always uh, there's there's always a good point in putting in something that people can correct. I've got a dog sitting on each foot. Hang on, I need to move. Oh, guys, uh, thank you very much. Right, um, yeah. So uh, there we are. Donald Trump came and he left, and having come and left, uh, hopefully the world is a safer place. So we'll we'll just leave it there, shall we? Um, it seems to me the majority of people don't like him because he is uncouth, rude, and has a rather leery expression when he is um, when he's out and about. <laughs> How many of us can actually help the way we look, and why should we? Why should we, in a, in a free country, in a world where people are allowed to express themselves, aren't they, as they wish? Oh, no. Oh, hold on, hold on. We don't live in that world, do we? No, no. We've got countries like Saudi Arabia, Iran, and if they could ever get a Christian... Are there any Christian countries? Are there any countries that are fundamentally Christian and they have police forces that go around and, and uh, prosecute you if you don't follow the Christian, whatever that is, rules? Not that I know of. No, no, I don't. I actually don't think there are. Thank goodness for that. So it's about time the Muslims uh, perhaps sorted that out. You know, certain countries where if you're wearing the wrong clothes or you're doing something you shouldn't be doing somewhere, you get uh, arrested by the religious police. Can you believe that? It's the 21st century. How backward can you be? 
Oh, sorry, I might have offended somebody. I'm, I'm so, so sorry. Do please, please forgive me. Now, we've had a, an interesting week, haven't we? Uh, the Brexit negotiations are going down the pan very fast. Uh, we talk about it every week on the show. I'm not really going to talk about it. I'm just going to say this. I told you so. And way back, a year or so ago, you go and listen to the programmes from a year ago. I told you, it would all end in tears. And it certainly seems to be doing so. And somebody picked me up on Twitter and said, James, you know, you were going on about how democracies probably had it. Well, how the hell would you say? Well, I'm, I'm sorry, but democracy doesn't seem to be doing a very good job for us, does it? One man, one woman, one vote. And now look at the situation we've got ourselves into. Violence beginning to flare up again in Northern Ireland. Families split on their decisions whether we should leave or stay the European Union. The government doesn't know which way is forward. The opposition would take us down. Oh, I don't even want to think about Jeremy Corbyn as prime minister. And then again, I, I seem to have made the papers this week by suggesting that uh, Sadiq Khan was a snivelling coward. I think I might, might have used the moron word too, did I? I'm not sure. I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Betting by a thread in. Uh, made the Daily Mail. But then I think, you know, he needs to be told. Uh, allowing a rather, uh, well, it wasn't actually, it wasn't that. It was silly, wasn't it? More childish than anything else. The uh, Donald Trump baby blimp flown for two hours above Westminster Square in front of Parliament, given permission by the ridiculous Mr. Sadiq Khan, who, let's face it, thinks he looks trendy because he doesn't wear a tie. Um, just a stupid, stupid man. Uh, I've offered him the right of uh, reply, come on my show on talk radio any time he wants. And I have to say, I haven't heard a thing from him. Not a thing. You know, I live in hope. Um, what else was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Did I plug my, my show on talk radio? I think I did. You just did. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and occasionally presenting the gardening show on one of the BBC stations, BBC Radio Kent. Did I say? I don't know why I do that. I'm, just, I'm hoping that Kelly Brook, who is a gardening expert now, will appear on the programme. That's nice. Yeah. Well, I thought it would be. You know, we could talk about roses and um, uh, roses and um, dahlias and dandelions, hollyhocks and horlicks. Horlick, that's a drink. It, I know, it just rhymed with hollyhocks. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, here we are. There were other things I wanted to talk about, and it's gone right out of my mind what we, I was going to talk about on the podcast show this week. Uh-huh. It'll come back to me, I'm sure. I mean, the usual things we've we've covered, and the fact that the, the politicians are all going off on their long holiday now, which seems to me to be ridiculous, considering the amount of things other than Brexit they have to talk about. Interestingly enough, um, the, uh, the organisation that makes decisions on what should and shouldn't be allowed as far as medicine's concerned, uh, says now it does seem see some benefit in cannabis-related medicine. Well, about bloody time, because a number of countries around the world have already done this. Uh, and there are people who are using cannabis-based products to alleviate pain, and also whilst doing that, having to worry about whether they're ever going to be prosecuted for breaking the law. Now, this needs to be debated in Parliament and a bill to, to decriminalise cannabis medical products needs to be passed immediately. They're no, no business 
bogging off on holiday for six weeks. They should be sitting in Parliament and doing at least that one thing and sorting it out. But I don't see them doing it. Did they pass the uh, upskirting bill yet? Uh, I don't think that's uh, that's been finished either, no. Uh, so you're okay. <laughs> I'm okay, am I? All right, I can, I can, I can wear my skirt. <laughs> that, was, that, was really, that was rude, wasn't it? <laughs> um, yeah, so anyway, it. it um, uh, do you know, I don't think it has, to be honest with you. I, I don't, don't think act- it has. Jolly think it has no. Uh, so there's, uh, there's there's all sorts of things. What are we? What, listen, this is the thing that worries me. What are we going to talk about on this program when they all go on holiday? Um, I've been um, watching a lot of uh, conspiracy videos about the uh, they didn't land on the moon. Yeah, but that's bollocks. We did that on my TV show years ago. They obviously did land on the moon. Um, and uh, just what is it? Conspiracy theory. People love conspiracy theories. You used to do loads of them. And the problem with conspiracy theories is that you get the same people buying in to all the conspiracy theories. I'm buying into this one slightly, but not the others. Why? Things like uh, there's no sound on the moon, and yet you can hear them hammering in stakes and stuff. You can see why. Well, there's sound on the moon. There's no sound on the moon. It's a vacuum. Well, how can there not be sound? Sound has to travel through something. There's nothing in space to travel the sound through. Yeah. But when you're on the moon, yeah, you there must be sound when you're on the moon. You make a sound, but it you can't hear it. Why not? Because there is a certain atmosphere there. No, there's nothing there. Space. What do you mean there's nothing there? You haven't been there. You don't know whether there's anything there or not. Well, it looks like NASA haven't been there either. I don't, listen, they might well have had a, one of those, what do they call them, a Foley artist who make the sounds uh, after they've done a film. They might have thought, well, somebody banging thing, but we just put the sound effect on. <laughs> yeah, you can also see the wires when they're bouncing up and down. You cannot. Those have been drawn in. I've seen that footage. Somebody's doctored that. All right, okay. Because I sat and watched it when I was very young, live, and that I can assure you it was, it was, they were there. And then there's the NASA footage of a few years ago themselves saying, we'd like to get further out into space past the radiation belt, which is before the moon. What, the radiation belt? Mm. What is the radiation belt? Well, it's like a, a section of space that's full of radiation. They're trying to what, work between out between us and the moon. Yeah, they're trying to work out how to get through it. But they've been there five or six times already. There's, the lo- moon. there's loads of stuff like that on the internet. Yeah. but this is made up by people. This yeah. is, the, you know, the, there are people who get a kick out of making stuff like this up. Well, NASA themselves said it in a, in an interview. Well. They like, want to get through the radiation belt. At, at the moment, at one of the interviews, they said, all we can do is orbit around planet Earth. We'd like to go further out to space. Yeah. And didn't anybody then pick them up on it? They did. It's all over the internet. So if it's all over the internet and not uh, spoken about in, in serious broadcasting areas, mm-hmm. it can't be true, can it? People love to think the idea is that everything on the internet is true. That's, uh, yeah, you are right. Listen, there's lots of conspiracy stuff on the internet that's uh, absolute bollocks. But uh, but what's worrying me is you're buying into this. They've got at you, haven't they? Well, yeah, I'm going to have to start watching. Fake news, please, have got at you. I'm going to have to start watching the other side of the argument. What other side? That they did go to the moon. And here's here's how they did it. Well, I've interviewed uh, a couple of people who went to the moon, old astronauts. Oh, yeah. And I, I don't believe that they uh, made it up. Mm. 
Well, more research. I'm going to do more research. Well, do more research and then we'll talk about it. Okay. Okay? I'm not convinced at the moment, right. you see. Right. Um, the, I'll tell you what I wanted to talk about, by the way. There is a, a campaign afoot to, uh, you know when you've got roadworks on the motorway and they bring the speed down to 50 miles an hour? Uh, there's a campaign afoot to, if it's safe and there's not much traffic around, raise that speed limit to 60. Um, and also there's another campaign that if you obey the speed limit and you are perceived to be a safe, good driver and don't break the law, you will get a letter congratulating you. Now, I don't pay my f***ing taxes for it to be wasted that way. In fact, I'm going to start a campaign to raise the speed limit on the motorway, particularly at night and at quiet times, to 90 miles an hour. 70 miles an hour is a ridiculous speed. New cars, and I'm talking about cars built within the last 20 or 30 years, really, because the speed limits on our roads were actually set back in the 50s when cars were a completely different thing. And I'm fed up with it. You could go up a motorway in the middle of the night when there's hardly any traffic, and maybe, maybe actually you shouldn't be allowed to drive on a motorway unless you have a car of a certain standard. Because you can, you know, you tootle along on motorways, middle of the night, go over 70, and there's a policeman there who's been sent out to catch some people speeding to make some money for the cops, and you'll get done. And there really is, you know, if you hit something at 70 miles an hour, you're going to be in as much trouble as hitting something at 90 miles an hour. But if you look at the research, and I know, Robbo, you are so happy to look at research, you will see that motorways are the safest roads ever. The dangerous roads are the A roads, the country lanes, where you can actually legally do 60, even if you can't see round the corner. So how balmy is that? Reduce the little country lanes to 40 miles an hour, provisos that if they're windy and bendy, they're down to even less. Because how many people go round the corner this time of year, find a tractor, or a herd of sheep, or maybe somebody taking their cattle. You know, this happens. Or run into somebody on a horse. I, I think we need to relook at our, our infrastructure as far as roads are concerned. Motor cars are now designed to stop better than they've ever stopped before and to go faster than they've ever gone before. And you have to be very clever if you're driving a car on a motorway between 70 and 90 without continually looking at the speedometer of knowing the difference of the speed. So I think it's time for the speed limit on motorways to be put up to 90 miles an hour. I'd go further, but probably a lot of people complain. You know, in, in on the Autobahn in Germany, you can go even go as fast as you want. So I'd love to know what you think about this. Call me uh, or, or email jameswhaleradio at gmail.com, jameswhaleradio at gmail.com, jameswhaleradio at gmail.com. You got that? Uh, yeah, I've got it right in front of me. Okay, good. So I'd like to know what you think. 90 miles an hour should be the, the speed limit on Britain's motorways. What do you think? Right, okay. Uh, I've got that out of my system. What do you think? Well, you're in Wales. Don't have any motorways where you live. I had a policeman follow me the other day. Why? I was just in the car behind, but it seemed to go on forever. And obviously I, yeah. I went into uh, driving test mode, you know, where both hands on the steering wheel, you know constantly monitoring the speed, checking every mirror. Oh, for goodness sake. And that yeah. probably made you really dangerous because you were so intent on doing that, you were not aware of what was happening around you on the roads. I was all over the place. Yeah, I'll bet. I'll bet. You want to stay away from that Menai Bridge. 
it used to be 15 miles an hour across the bridge and that used to be a nightmare at two o'clock in the morning going across that yeah. with a police car behind yeah. you. Yeah, that's far too fast. You should be five miles an hour across that bridge. <laughs> it was designed for cattle. <laughs> it's now 30, thankfully. 30? That's ridiculous. And we can't have 90 on a motorway. Oh, that's ridiculous. <laughs> yep. 30. Um, anyway, uh, I'd like to say thank you to all those people who uh, and apparently there's uh, there's now a number of people collecting the little videos that Ash and I do before my talk radio show. Some of them pretty stupid. Most of them pretty stupid. What am I talking about? <laughs> um, but uh, and I'm, I, I don't know whether it was serious. I got a call the other day who said he was a film producer in America, wanted to know if we, me and Ash, would be interested in playing a couple of cops in New York. Oh, yeah. I say, yeah, well, you know, do we look like a couple of New York cops? No, but that would be funny, apparently. Cagney and Lacey. There's a lot of rumours about our sexuality, which I rather people kept to themselves, to be honest. Fair enough. You know, you know, I'm supposed to be sexist pig, uh, well, 30 years ago on my, uh, my TV show, wasn't I? Uh, you were rumoured to be, yes. Yeah, I know, and I think that's most unfair, don't you? <laughs> Some of it might be slightly justified, but there we go. What are you talking about? None of it is justified. <laughs> Fair enough. I gave more work to more ladies than uh, any other programme at the time. That's very true. That's very And men. Lots of naked men, from what I remember. Don't know why. You should, see, you're doing it again. That, that you know, that is insinuating. <laughs> insinuating, true. but true. It yeah. is true. I've had to sit through the video footage over and over again. Well, you shouldn't. You know, you will go blind. Um, anyway, shall we, uh, shall we move on? Shall we have, I'll tell you what, let's take ourselves back, right back to those heady days. The days of the Jameswell radio show, which was on ITV. It wasn't on Channel 4. It was on ITV on a Friday night and was on Friday night on ITV for about six or seven years, I think, every Friday, wasn't it? Um, and we used to have all sorts of guests on and, and all sorts of things used to be written about me, uh, including a story in The Sun by Piers Morgan, believe it or not, when he was a child. He, Actually, he must be older than me. He must be, yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, he, uh, he I forget the story. Well, what was the story? It was about a group called Fuzzbox. Yeah. What is a Fuzzbox, by the way? It's a, a guitar effects pedal, isn't it? I don't know. It sounded rather rude. It could be rather rude, yeah. It could be the uh, alternative... The alternative guitar foot pedal. Mm, yeah, something alternative to a guitar foot pedal that's fuzzy and it's a box. Fuzzy in a box? Mm. I can't think of a fuzzy box. I mean, a fu you mean furry box? <laughs> <laughs> no, fuzzy box. Fuzzy box? Yeah, you know how Channel 4 used to be, all fuzzy. If I remember, um, fuzz box. wasn't it a woman called Vicky Perky or something? Vicky Perks. Vicky Perks. Yeah, Vicky Perks. Was she or not? I, I can't comment. You can't? Oh, right, okay. Yeah. Because I think, I think, as I remember, we'll have to find the old, uh, the old footage and, and play it into the programme somewhere around here. Uh, David, you're not supposed to get in shot. We'll have to pay more for you. <laughs> Sorry, James. This is sort of thing. Fuzzbox, this is today's son. Yeah. Right. Fuzzbox singer... Uh, Vicky Perks, last night blasted outrageous TV host James Whale, me, after, um, 
<laughs> After he asked her to be a bimbo on his show, Vicky branded Whale a sexist pig for asking her to wear a miniskirt and fishnet stockings, pout and wiggle and serve him tea. Vicky 21, rage, how dare he be so insulting? A spokesman for Whale 37 <laughs> said James likes to be controversial. If anyone is offended, that's too bad. Well, I've never met Vicky. I've never asked Vicky to... Um, to have a look, you see that little there? I've never met her, I've never asked her on the show. If I knew she looked like this, I would have asked her on the show. Um, and I never made any quote to the sun. So I'm a little bit annoyed about that. Somebody did ring up and say, have you got any quote? I said, no, not at all. Uh, so, I was going to play Fuzzbox, but you know, that's it. We're not going to play Fuzzbox, so we'll take some calls. Amanda, if you want to bring me the sheet of calls in. And, you know, I could have, I was, funnily enough, I was going to play that. Thank you very much indeed, that's lovely. You don't mind doing a little twiddle, a little twirl, that's nice, isn't that lovely, yes? <laughs> oh, right, thank you. Now, first one, Vicky, hello. Oh, same name as that. Right, Vicky. Hello. Yes, Vicky, hi. I hear, hear rumour, James, I'm a bit upset about this. You're not going to start a lovely video. Well, you're, you're Vicky from, um... Fuzzbox, I am, yeah. Well, Vicky, listen, after calling me a sexist bastard oh, in the, in no, the paper... Oh, no, it was pig, actually. Was it pig? <laughs> Oh, sorry. Yes, yeah. you're right. Sexist pig. Now, would I call you a sexist pig? Would anybody? Well, I don't know, but, you know, you must remember my mother watches this. Yes, and she doesn't like it when people have a go at me, you see. Yes, but I'm sure you don't believe all you read, do you, James? Did you? I mean, what did you say? Why did you say these nasty things to them about me? James, we don't believe what we read, do we? Well, that's the point of the programme tonight, Vickies. What did you say to them? Come on, what did you say to them? Well... You we did, did say you? this night. We said that we thought that it was a brilliant show, but um, yeah. I think it was a little bit, uh, yeah. so, you know. How are you fixed for next week coming on and, and helping me out on the show then? Okay. You want to do it <laughs> next week? Okay, we'll we see if we get, get you on next but, week. But um, I say, you see, first box likes to be controversial too. Um, and I'm sure you'd like the video, honestly, James, really, come on. You think I might like the video? Yes, there's a snake in it, which I think you'll like. Oh, <laughs> snake? Oh, yeah. right, okay, well, I'll tell you what, you introduce it, we'll play right. the video. Go on, off you go. Okay, here you go. This is Walking on Tonight. And it's out on Monday, yippee-yah. And um, I'm going to dedicate this to Tony Myers. Happy birthday. Have you finished? And of course, to the very lovely James Whale. She slagged me off and said I was a sexist pig. She did. Well, Piers Morgan said that she did. Yeah. Well, why are we talking about this now when, when I'm, I'm, I'm sort of trying to uh, do a much more serious and, and more informed show? Why are we talking about this? Because uh, they sent their new single in for us to play. What? Yeah. They can't still be around. They are, I think. Yeah, must be. What's it like? The single, it's um, yeah. got, got uh, old men and big lips in it. Old men with big lips? No, they've got... Did big, I hear you right? No, they've got the big lips and they've got some old men in it. They've got some old men in it and they've got big lips? Yeah. That sounds disgusting. Should we really be associating ourselves with something like that in 2018? Ah, it's, uh, it's entertaining. Well, let's have a listen. Okay. What's it called? Uh, are you sure you want to hear the title? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably called Old Men with Big Lips or Old Men with Big Tits. I don't know. Uh, it's called uh, We've Got a Fuzz Box and We're Going to Use It. We've Got a Fuzz Box and We're Going to Use It. That's the name of the single. Right, okay. Shall I play it now? Well, go on, yeah. I, I think you should, yeah. Okay, well, this is uh, W-G-A-F-A-W-G-U-I from Fuzzbox, available on Amazon and iTunes right now. Wake up, wake up. Wake up, wake up. Wake up, wake up. Mm -hmm. 
like that i mean sort of bops along doesn't it really it's it's it's, it's quite nice yeah it's uh, quite catchy is there a video that goes with it there is it's full of old men with uh, women with big lips well that sounds quite nice actually go watch it on youtube well okay we'll we'll um we'll put the link up on our website shall we yeah yeah, yeah. i mean i could give her a call if you like give her a call vicky perks She's the one who called me a sexist pig 30 years ago. I don't think we'd talk to her. Well, same. I've got a number here. You've got her number? Yeah. Have you been having a thing with her? And this is just a, a ploy by you to get her record played on this show. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm pleading the fifth. Is it the fifth or the second? I've no idea what you're pleading. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. I'm not American, so I don't know. Is it the fifth? fifth. Oh, that's lucky. Fifth what? Fifth Amendment, where I have right to remain silent. Is that the one? 
Oh, it could be, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, why don't I'll tell you what? Why don't uh, why don't you do your little tech talk feature and then uh, why don't you ring Vicky Perk? Vicky Perks. <laughs> Made up name if ever I heard one. Um, Vicky Perks, and we'll have a chat with her after. I mean, I don't remember ever meeting her before, did I? Uh, I, I remember you doing a music video with her. I did a music video? Yeah. I don't remember any of that. Oh, well, there we go. Shall I do tech talk then? Yeah, and then we'll have a chat to her. Okay, uh, Google have been uh, hit with a £4.3 billion fine. Well, that's better than the the, the piddling fine that they got on, uh, was it on Facebook or something, of about 600000 which is like uh, fining you or me a fiver. That's right, yeah. Uh, the, uh, the fine is because um, they put the Google search engine on, on their operating system by default. So Google obviously made, <laughs> made the operating system and they put their own search engine on it and obviously everyone yeah. got upset because it's unfair competition. Which is a bit Golly. shit, really. I feel sorry for Google. Four point three billion. Yeah, that's a very big fine, isn't it? Yeah, Microsoft years ago got fined one point something billion for having Internet Explorer on their Windows operating system. Very similar idea. You make an operating system, you pay all that money to all your staff, get something developed over the years, and then you stick your own browser on it, and then they fine you. It's not fair. Well, why doesn't somebody contest it? I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will. If they don't uh-huh. sort their act out, they have to pay mm. a five percent daily turnover fine. Okay, that's a lot of money. Uh, Aston Martin are joining the race to uh, build flying cars. They're joining up with. Uh, Wish they wouldn't, because this is just going to be ridiculous. We're not going to have flying cars. Can you imagine flying cars? Well, they're not even cars. We've Forget got flying cars, and let's just up the motorway speed limit. <laughs> yeah, but imagine how fast you could go in an Aston Martin aeroplane can you imagine everybody up there in the skies and everything and crashes and people falling down and you know falling on you oh no 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 ridiculous joining forces with uh rolls royce to make the engine for it apparently yeah well they can forget it it's never going to happen uh the stupid americans have agreed to allow the uh 3d printed guns to be back on the website so you can download the blueprints and print them out at home that is pretty stupid, isn't it? But, you know, if they didn't, people would do it illegally anyway. And uh, that idiot uh, Elon Musk, you know, the... Um... Oh, don't talk to me about him. I was behind a Tesla coming home last night, and I was, I was, I was so tempted to draw up beside the bloke at the uh, traffic lights and say, I wouldn't drive one of those. It's embarrassing. I didn't, but I was tempted. Yes. Did he call the... Yeah, the guys who, who did the cave rescue, pedophiles, didn't he? Because they didn't use his stupid equipment. Yeah, his submarine that couldn't bend around corners. Yeah. 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 So that was I mean, my- what, what, what is wrong with this man? He is slightly moronic, isn't he? Uh, actually, I, I shouldn't be rude about him because I think he might not be well. He's a, he's a PR attention-seeking person, isn't he? He's certainly an attention-seeking. He doesn't come to this country, does he? Uh, I'm sure he does, every now and again. Yeah. Uh, last week, do you remember I mentioned a uh, a chalkboard for sticking your pictures on? Yeah, you did, yeah. Yeah, I meant corkboard, which is probably why you got confused and started talking about blackboards. How could you be so silly as to make us look that stupid? Yeah, I'm really sorry. So uh, no, nobody, nobody will po- think so. Nobody's pointed it out yet, though, but I thought I'll get in there first. No, because nobody really listens to this bit. I let you do this just because you like to do it. <laughs> 
which is a bit where people go and make a cup of tea and then come back. Yes, it's, it's, this is the, the break, yeah. I, in fact, yeah. I should put the volume level up by 15% so they can hear me in the kitchen. I don't think that's a good idea. Anyway, uh, right, have you finished with all this rubbish or not? Uh, films, in Incredibles 2's cartoon, go with your family. It's quite funny. It's very good, yeah. Okay. Is that it? That's it. Yeah. And Elon Musk, stop the tweeting, mate. You're making a real plonker of yourself, all right? Nobody thinks you're very clever. Nobody is very impressed with you. In fact, to be quite frank, Elon, 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 whatever your silly name is, you're a bit of a twat. He could take some lessons from Donald. He could. Now, there's a man who knows how to project his personality properly. Why don't you listen to, to Donald Elon and try and learn a little civility in your life rather than being a prize pillock? Um, I, I just wanted to throw in, before we, uh, we, we catch up with the perky Vicky, um, I wanted to talk a bit about this uh, court case uh, with Cliff Richard. Oh, yeah. And I am so pleased that uh, Cliff Richard has been exonerated. Um, for people who didn't, I'm, everybody knows the story, I'm sure, that uh, there was an accusation uh, made against Cliff Richard. Um, the police decided they'd tell the BBC, who decided they put a helicopter up and they filmed the whole thing uh, while Cliff was away on holiday somewhere or one of his other houses. They uh, zoomed around his uh, flat and uh, it was uh, the most gross intrusion of privacy. Take it away from being a celebrity for a moment. Um, this whole business of if if somebody is accused of a, a, a crime, particularly of a sexually related crime, it makes news and it seems to get into the newspapers and into the media uh, before anybody has been charged. It doesn't have to be a celebrity. It could be somebody living in a local area, in a local paper. Mr. Smith has been uh, accused of rape, and uh, this is the, you know, the, 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 the case so far or whatever. Um, and then it goes away. There are no charges brought. But that Mr. Smith has to live with the fact that people where he lives have read the story, probably in their local paper, and there was no substance in it. Now, Theresa May was given the chance to actually do something about this in Parliament the other day, and she rather wetly, as she does everything wetly, said, oh, well, I'll have to think about it, I don't know, because, you know, when, when somebody is, uh, is mentioned, then maybe other people are encouraged to come forward and, uh, and, and give testimony about how they have been. You see... That doesn't really help the situation at all, does it? Somebody might say, well, you know, I might like a bit of that action. And there have been a number, a number of cases where two or three people have come together and accused somebody of something that eventually they, the police have investigated and found that there were no, no case to answer. And I think if, if particularly in rape and in crimes of a sexual nature, I think both parties have to be given anonymity until somebody has been charged. And I think if somebody maliciously brings a case against somebody, they ought to be prosecuted. And that ought to be a case too. Now, in the case of Sir Cliff Richard, um, there have been rumours about Cliff Richard because, you know, he, he's sort of uh, Cliff Richard, I suppose, for, for many, many, many years. And I suppose a lot of people don't like the idea that he's uh, sort of... Uh, uh, a God-bothering, nice per. I mean, I've, I have to say I've never, I don't think I've met Cliff Richard. I think, I, I, well, I think I might have met him once, 
but just to say hello, goodbye, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But I, I, so I, I don't mind one way or the other. But I think the intrusion, and if you if you have been, in his case, I suppose, a national treasure, surely, surely. Investigation should have been done behind the scenes. The police have already paid damages to Cliff Richard because they realised they were in the wrong. The BBC should be ashamed of themselves and the law should be changed. But now, the BBC, who refuse to admit that they have been in the wrong, have been told to pay a fine of 200 pounds and probably more. Now, I imagine that this whole business has cost Cliff Richard a lot more than a couple of hundred thousand pounds. We're probably talking about millions of pounds in lost revenue. And I suppose at his stage in life, it doesn't really matter. But unfortunately, what happens is there's no smoke without fire. There must be something, and, and that will continue through his life. And if the police had not been so uh, lax over the Jimmy Savile case, then there may not be this hysteria that we see at the moment in I just I, I feel very sorry for him and for other there were there've been other celebrities and I won't mention them again who've been in the news and suddenly after all the investigations and all the stories and we've all talked about it they find that there was no case to answer so I think surely if you're if you're still innocent until proven guilty in this country then nobody should be named until there is a charge and then certain restrictions apply anyway as to what you may or may not say. So I think this is really rather quite rather strange. Um, and furthermore, I would like to see the people who thought it was acceptable, there's Fran Unsworth, head of news at the BBC, who's defending her position at the moment, and various other people. I would like to see them sacked, because I bet they won't be. And I would like to see them pay the fine. Why should we pay a licence fee for them to waste it on getting fines? Seems to me to be totally ridiculous. So I'm not watching television anymore. I'm not going to have a, a license. The only way I will watch television is through the computer, which apparently you don't need a license for. As long as it's not iPlayer. No, I wouldn't use iPlayer. I wouldn't know how to work it. Okay. And, and all this, you know, well, we'll come round and we'll know whether you're doing it or not. No, you won't. That's a lie. To actually prosecute somebody for watching a TV without a license, you have to see them do it. And most people get prosecuted because a bloke or usually a bloke knocks on the door and says, we're from TV licensing, can we see your license? And people suddenly, oh, I forgot to get it. I for oh, I'm so sorry, I forgot to get it. They knock on my door and I say, go away. And they say, well, we've got a right to come in. No, you haven't. Go and get a warrant. Come back with a policeman and we'll talk about it. I think this is really, it's quite a, I'm, I'm, I'm being quite serious about this. I think the, the way the law is at the moment, and as a, forget a celebrity, but for, for anybody accused of, of some of these crimes, being named and shamed in public before anybody knows whether or not they are guilty must be wrong, don't you? Yep, I agree. Yeah. Okay, got that out of my system. Um, right, uh, we're getting on. We'd better talk to uh, Fuzzy Vic, hadn't we? I'll get Fuzzy Vic on the phone. Hang on a second. Okay. Cold coffee. Uh, there we go. That's right. Hello, Mr. Jim Bob. Mr. Jim Bob, cheeky bugger. Mm. Um, Sorry. So what is this? Uh, uh, you coming back with music at... Uh, that rather embarrassing episode with Piers Morgan about 30 years ago. Oh, 
Would you like to recall said incident? <clears throat> no, I'd be far too embarrassed. You mean the one where apparently you wouldn't come on my TV show because I was a sexist swine? Well, the, yes, you were very, very badly behaved. But oh, um, was I? Oh. I know that you went to yes, you were absolutely dreadful. But you went to see the local priest. You confessed, and um, you know of, of all your terrible sins, and turned over a new leaf. And so I gave you another chance. Oh, that was very sweet. How I could be sexist, I have no idea. When you went around wearing hardly any clothes and, and, and silver lame hot pants at the time. Do you know what? It is? It's such a weird thing when I look back now because I had no concept of, like, thinking that I was sexy or dressing to be sexy or, or of my sexuality. It was just kind of, oh, I like that. That looks nice. And, you know, that's the kind of way I want to look. There was, honestly, there was no kind of... Um, forethought of trying to look sexy in any way if anyone thought I was well you know good luck to them but that wasn't my plan <laughs> you must be the only woman who never thought about looking sexy I've ever spoken to you think we were only young I mean we were schoolgirls when we started and then by by kind of uh I suppose our peak I mean I was about 18 19 but I was very innocent you know Fuzzbox is, <laughs> is uh, I'm told, was a slightly suggestive title for the band, but I, I've no idea what a fuzzbox is. Well, exactly, especially when you think of the full name, which is we've got a fuzzbox and we're going to use it. Some people would say <laughs> that that had some sort of double entendre. Um, actually, I was just reading a copy of Fizz, so uh, yeah. Um, but <laughs> a fuzzbox is an effects box for a guitar or a bass, and it goes. <clears throat> like yeah. How does it go? What do you think of that? You see, that, that, that could be considered to be slightly risque as well. Oh, my life. And it, well, I, don't, I don't think it is by anybody apart from you. <laughs> well, no, I never think about that sort of thing at all. I mean, people used to say uh, I had very attractive uh, ladies around me all the time, and I, I never thought of them as being sexy or attractive. I just thought of them as oh, being Oh, of course normal. you didn't. <laughs> of course you didn't. <laughs> now, Pat, now I've been shown a video we shot at the, the then Windsor Safari Park that I think is now Legoland. Do you remember? I have no memory of that filming at all. I actually remember it really well, but you know what? I've thought many times over the years about the time we went to some zoo or some safari park or something. I wasn't 100% sure where it was and feeding the tigers and the lions, you know, and it being a really amazing experience because we, we got in with the elephants and so on. And it was brilliant to see that link up. So, oh my gosh, that's where we did it. Mm. Of course, it was such great fun. Yeah, I do remember it. But I was probably more sober and, you know, wasn't seeing things as fuzzy that some might. Well, I certainly wasn't. Uh, I was not old enough to drink when we did that. I mean, I've looked at no, the video. Really. I can't believe how young I was. I don't remember ever being oh, that young. You were, you were only ba barely out of short shorts, weren't you? Yeah. Well, you were in short shorts, if I remember. <laughs> yeah. We like short shorts. Exactly. Yeah. So, so here we are, Vicky, thrown back together again, 30 years oh, in the future. Isn't it just glorious? How has life treated you? Oh, 
Oh my goodness! It has. It, is it really that long? Oh gosh, it is as well. Um, life is is pretty amazing. Um, it's been quite a journey because when I started Fuzzbots, of course, I was like fifteen, and so. There's a lot, a lot of things I didn't do because I went off to be a pop star, of course, like you do. Um, so after kind of the Fuzzbot stuff ended, I was very experimental, trying lots of different courses. I've always been interested in um, kind of more holistic things. So I, I did, you know, reflexology courses and um, I do a lot of mindfulness and I coach other people in these kind of hippie ways. Um, I, I did TV presenting, radio presenting um dance courses music courses just loads of different things really and had a lot of fun tried lots of different music um i mean if i'm honest with you i think it was quite uh quite difficult after all the success of fuzzbox and if anybody remembers we we just kind of it was like a fairy tale we formed for a laugh we thought it'd be a fun thing to do just me and three other friends um and then we were signed up our second gig and off we went you know worldwide success and mm-hmm. chart success and stuff which was totally unplanned but great and I, I didn't really know it would be kind of harder or you had to have it more of a plan <laughs> the next time around so yeah there have been some tough times and, and difficult stuff but um, you know, life goes on and you find other other things to do. And, you know, I've got a beautiful family. And, and now, of course, uh, Maggie and I from Fuzzbots are out on the Let's Rock Retro Festival tour. And we are just having an absolute ball. It's the best thing in the world. <laughs> so basically, what you're telling me, Vicky, is you are now growing old disgracefully. Do you know I have every intention of doing that? <laughs> well, I think you should. I think yeah. uh, life is too short, and I think we should. You're absolutely right. Well, listen, I listened to the, the record. I like the record. It doesn't seem any different to the music you were making 30 years ago, so that's quite remarkable for a start. And for people listening yeah, to this who, who won't remember Fuzzbox because they are only maybe 40-odd, <laughs> well, um, they, uh, they, they actually should, uh, well, I, su- I suppose you were, you were the original Bananarama in a way, weren't you? Well, apart from we can like play instruments. So actually, if you don't mind, Me we are now. the UK's most successful all-girl band still to this date. So what do you think of that? Did you, Stick that yeah, in well, I, I, I think that's excellent. Did you make a lot of money out of Fuzzbox? Oh, absolute, you know, zillions. Nah, the royalty checks wouldn't mind them being bigger. <laughs> if anyone wants to go what? buy Pink Sunshine or something now for Sunny, you're very welcome. <laughs> what country uh, did you do best in apart from this one? Um, we did pretty well in a lot of Europe, like especially Germany. Um, mm. Or the Far East went down pretty well. We did tours of like Japan and Singapore, China, and also America. Mm. So I don't know exactly. Yeah. I mean, I'm not one of these people that kind of, you know, some people know how much they sold and where they got to in each country. I have no idea, really. I just, you know, roll with it. have a lot of fun. And, <laughs> you know, if it, does, if it does well, it does well. Where um, where are you based now? Where do you, because you didn't you come from the Midlands? Yeah, still, still in Brum. I did live in London for about five years after the fuzzy days, which was fun. But I like being back on my home turf. We Brummies are a, a good load of people, you know, we're friendly. And people, some, some Londoners thought I was a, 
a bit odd because I'd go and like, help people or, you know, like, you go and help somebody come down the stairs with the, their pram right, and they you shouldn't do that steal in their baby and no, that kind of thing. No. Right, listen, um, it's been great talking to you again and I would, I'd love to see you perform. Where? Uh, no, no, that's phrased badly as well, isn't it? Uh, where, well, where, are you, where are you appearing in the near future? Well, then we've got the finale of um, the Let's Rock Retro um, Festival tour in London, Clapham Common, on the 28th of July. If I'm in Clapham, I will certainly, I'll, I'll come along backstage and um, you won't recognise me now because I have no hair left. And uh, will I recognise you? Are you still wearing the same hot pants? Um, not the same, but still quite, uh, I've got pink and black striped hair and um, still a little on the flamboyant <laughs> side, some may say. <laughs> what colour hair did you have 30 years ago? Did, I can't remember. Was it bright orange, wasn't it? Or? Yeah, I've had a lot of sort of reds, uh, kind of ready colours and stuff, but it's particularly bright at the moment. Well, good. I think that, that's how it should be. We should cheer ourselves up and, uh, and, and make things great. Uh, the single is out and an album to follow. Well... Um, maybe so. Uh, we, I mean, we, we're kind of enjoying doing it bit by bit in a way, so it might be another single. But this single we got together with Andy Richards, who was the producer of Big Bang, our last album back in the day, uh, with mm. Pink Sunshine, International Rescue and stuff. So that's probably why it's still got some of the same sound, but hopefully it's a bit more edgy as well, like the first album was. So we really, really love this single, and it's just great to be out there. Maggie and I are having a brilliant time. So, yeah, hope everyone loves it. Mm. Why the big lips, by the way? Oh, it was, I don't know, really. Um, just kind of like the idea of these it's sort of anti-sexual in a way, isn't it? It's like, you know... It's, You'd think that lips were like a really sexy thing, but they're totally oversized and done in a really sort of animated, cut-out way. If you see, have you seen the video? I have. That's why I asked. I, I, I'm glad to. I, I thought for one moment you'd all had lip jobs and they'd gone wrong, but I'm glad to hear they that was just animated. It's kind of because it's a, a lot of it's a bit of a statement on social media and the you know how things are these days with all our acronyms for everything. It, that's a little bit of a play on that as well. So, yeah, there's a lot of tongue-in-cheek stuff, as there always was with Fuzzbots. Uh, and don't read into that with any of your saucy remarks. No, I wouldn't dare. <laughs> you could have okay. the part of the old guy with the uh, feather boa. You didn't even bloody ask. Oh, well, we, we try. We look for you everywhere. All right, you can be in the next one, then. Well, okay, because as I was in that video running around Windsor Safari Park with an inflatable whale which is slightly embarrassing when I've looked back at it. I have no remember of doing that, memory of doing that either. Um, listen, great catching up with you, Vicky. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, and uh, I hope this record is going to be a fabulous success. And um, what do they say about fuzz boxes? Um, well, they're fuzzy and they're, you know, lovely. <laughs> <laughs> I think that will be great. Vicky, thank you very much indeed. Thank you very much. Really nice to speak to us all this time. Okay. All right, Vic. Jimbo, nice to talk to you. Yourself. Bye. Bye.
Um, OK, so there we are. Uh, you were very quiet during that whole interview, which leads me to think you were up to something. I'm not really sure what, but... And in fact, I don't even want to know. It had something to do with line levels. Line levels. You you were just looking at old pictures of fuzz boxes, weren't you? Don't put fuzz box into the Google search engine. Why not? If it's a guitar pedal, you just see lots of guitar pedals, won't you? I'm not sure it's safe. Oh, okay. Let's finish with the questions. And uh, if you, by the way, if you haven't been to our shop, uh, jameswellradio.co.uk, jameswellradio.co.uk. Yeah, that's our website, isn't it? Go and visit the shop. Uh, book is selling well. We've still got some books to uh, to sell. We've got some uh, baseball caps and uh, polo shirts. Everything for your holiday. Because now is the time. I'm hoping we're going to have a lot of MPs buying James Well T-shirts to wear on holiday. Sold a few baseball caps recently. Yeah. Somebody nicked mine, by the way. I, I used to wear it to, to uh, the studios in London. And somebody somewhere has purloined it. Would you like me to send you another... Mm, yeah. I think I know who it's wearing it, by the way. I think his name is Ash. You think Ash has got it? Okay. I know Ash has got it. For, yeah, I absolutely know he's got it. I'll send you another one, then. So, uh, you've All right, got that one, one we'll wear them together. Yeah. Uh, right, let's do the questions, because uh, it's raining outside, and I want to go and stand naked in it. Oh, dear. Just let me... I haven't seen rain for months. I want to go out there and enjoy it. I just need to empty my brain of that image. There we go. Done. Go. Uh, okay. Paul Rudd, he asks, have you seen a snow gritter yet? Have I seen a snow gritter? Funnily enough, I have, uh, that has been laying grit on roads near me because the tarmac has been melting. Well, they put grit on a melting tarmac. They do. Wow. Salt grit. Or just... Uh, no, I think they put grit. They've not, not the stuff they do when it's snowy, no. No, just putting they stones put, down. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But they uh, use the same machine. Well, it looked like the same machine. Uh, Gary Davis. Gary Davis, Radio 1. Is he from Radio 1, is he? Didn't Gary Davis used to be on Radio 1? I don't, I don't listen to Radio 1. No, I know, but nobody else does either. But it, I mean, back <laughs> in the day, he used to be. Anyway, never mind. Do the question. Uh, why are so many houses being built, but there's not enough water for the existing ones? Uh, well, there is enough water for the existing ones when we get enough rain, and the water company should be sorting it out. And to be quite honest with you, I would have thought, here we are, fairly wet country, even though we're going through a dry spell at the moment. If you can, in the middle of desert countries, keep everything watered, we surely should be able to do it here. Oh, we need more houses. Get them built. Rob James. Oh, here we go. Waiting for the uh, question now. <clears throat> Yeah, he's a regular. If you could, is he all right? Okay. Yeah. Uh, how do you know when you've run out of invisible ink? Uh, that is the most stupid question that I have ever heard, Rob. And if you don't know when you've run out of invisible ink, you ought not to be using it. It is a very dangerous commodity, only really to be used by those people employed by MI5 or MI6. So I suggest, Rob, leave well alone. Justin Richardson, why hasn't Rob James been given a special award for presenting you with so many entertaining questions every week? Uh, because he's a pillock. <laughs> We're never going to get a question from him again now. Samantha J. Bailey. Hello, Sam. Does London have a mayor? <laughs> Not that you would notice, no. Uh, 
Addy Owens. When is Ash getting a knighthood? Uh, I don't think Ash would accept a knighthood. It would, uh, it would be against everything that he stands for. And he would have to get up and go to the palace to get it. Yeah, and he doesn't get up. Uh, Marion Donovan, are you happy for Sir Cliff? I think you are. You sort of said that. Yeah, earlier. we've already answered that, of course. I think, uh, I, think, I think justice has been seen to be served, but I think the BBC still have not learnt the lesson. And finally, Kevin Walsh, have you ever misspoken? I don't know who misspoken is. I mean, uh, I haven't, as far as I know, I haven't. No, you haven't? Haven't what, misspoken? I've done what done to what to misspoken? Don't know who misspoken is. It couldn't possibly be that you've misread the question again, could it? I'll read it again. Kevin Walsh, have you ever misspoken? You're sure it doesn't say spoken? No, misspoken. Okay. No, I don't think I know her. Okay. Well, there you go. That's the end of the questions. Good. Thank you very much indeed. Um, And if you would like to hear more rubbish like this, all you've got to do is go to our website, jameswellradio.co.uk, and there are, then, well, there must be well over 200 hours. 200 hours? Is there room anywhere for that much? Yeah, our web server because it's all stored there. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you go on the, um, if you go on our YouTube channel and everything else, you can see the little videos with me and Ash, uh, which probably nearly amount to a, a, a feature film now, I would have thought. Yeah, I've still got loads more James Well radio show TV shows to put up. I just haven't had time to do them, so stay tuned. They'll well, be that's there. very, very lax of you, if I may say so. Well, people should subscribe to our YouTube channel and then they'll get notifications when I upload them. Oh, that's a very good idea. How do they subscribe to our YouTube channel? Just go to youtube.com, type in James Well Radio Show, and our videos will appear there. And also, don't forget to follow us on Twitter, at the James Well, at Dead Air Podcast, because we dropped a few thousand followers when Twitter did their big purge a few weeks ago. So we need to get back yeah. again. Um, why didn't you mention this at the beginning of the program? I've mentioned it now. This is the important bit at the end of the show. All right. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, join me again on Talk Radio Monday to Thursday with Ash from 7 until 10 and uh, back here on the James Well Radio podcast with Rob. Well, anytime you feel like listening. Always here. to the James Well Radio Show. For more information, visit www.jameswellradio.co.uk. Why not check us out on facebook.com slash jameswellradioshow 
Or follow James on Twitter at the James Whale. James Whale, the voice of reason.